Welcome to the Vivid Church Podcast. Wherever you're listening from today, it's our hope that this message would help you reflect the light of Jesus' life for all to see. Now, here's Pastor Justin Reimer. We just figured nothing says Merry Christmas like an elf dabbing on a dog. Unbelievable. Hey, if you have your Bible with you, would you turn quickly to the book of Luke? I want to share one singular thought today around Christmas. It's special to be together for Christmas, and I really believe that that uh, Jesus' intention and purpose was to bring us together for Christmas. Like the purpose of Christmas was to engage people who were far away in intimate, close relationship with God. The Bible would say this, that while we were still lost, depraved, sinners, far from God, maybe trying maybe completely ignorant, maybe actually rebelling against God, that that was the perfect moment for God to send his son Jesus into the world that we might live through him. Christmas is about being together. You know, in every household, there's different traditions. And I found, found that there's kind of two groups of people. There's some group that thinks their traditions are super normal, but they're super not. Okay, like that's one group of people. Your Christmas traditions, you're like, doesn't everyone do this? And then it's like the most random, obscure thing in, in all of history. And everyone's like, no one's ever done that. Like the food you eat at Christmas or the game you play at Christmas or the thing you do at Christmas, you, you think it's super normal, but it's super not. Anybody think you might be in that, in that group? Like the thing, like the, the food you eat. Like in our family, Christmas, we eat pierogies. It's just like, it's like, I can't even imagine Christmas without pierogies. And I say that to people like, what? Pierogies? Like, we're not talking about bag pierogies. We make them ourselves. Just our tradition. Everybody has their own traditions. Now, 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 then there's this other group of people who thinks their traditions are super different, but they're super not. They're actually like really common. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone's like, oh, it's crazy. At Christmas, we give gifts. It's just, it's like this weird thing that our family does. You know, they're like, yeah, and then someone eats a Fiero Rocher. You're like, cool. Like, every person ever eats a Fiero Rocher at Christmas. It's not that unique. But, but isn't it interesting that Christmas ends up being a lot about nostalgia? You notice that? Like, one of the most unifying characteristics of Christmas is nostalgia. It's looking backwards and remembering what, what used to be. And so the funny thing would be in a room this size, people coming from all sorts of different backgrounds, all sorts of different even regions of the world, different faith journeys at different places in their journey in, towards understanding the revelation of, of Jesus and what Christmas is all about. It would be crazy for me to say like, you know, it's just like we always do at Christmas because we all have different nostalgia connected to Christmas. Today, I want to I introduce this thought that Christmas for you and I, no matter how many years, like for some, this is your first sober Christmas. Come on, we got to give it up. I got my friend Aaron over here. He's about to celebrate a sober Christmas. We're so excited for you, Aaron. That's big, man. Woo! That's big. And so it's like, man, this is not about nostalgia. This is about the new. In fact, this is about the new new. Like, it doesn't matter how many Christmases you have spent saying that was, like, representative of a good Christmas. For some, this will be your first Christmas where you didn't have a family fight. You're like, I don't believe it. Trust me. It could happen. This could be the year. For some, this is like the first Christmas in a new city. For some, this is your first Christmas. In, 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 like, anybody, this is your first Christmas married? 
Come on, I see John and Raina. Where are John and Raina at? First Christmas married. I see Matt over here. Who else? Who else? First Christmas married. I mean, it's amazing. How many people? There's some people who maybe it's like baby's first Christmas. Maybe for some, it's your first Christmas as a new, as as like a grandparent or a parent. All sorts of different things. But Christmas should always continue to be about the new. It's always about the new. It's not just looking back at how good the message of Christmas was, but it is living it today in the fullness of this new reality that Jesus came to bring. I mean, check this out. Jesus, he revealed himself to ancient prophets who were scattered across the world. He revealed himself to a a priest who, who he and his wife, though they were blameless, were barren and had no kids. He revealed himself to a teenage girl named Mary who, who had to willingly take on the sacrifice that it would be to bear the Son of God. He revealed himself to Joseph who would become Jesus' stepdad and, and have to take on a whole bunch of sacrifices. He revealed himself to the Magi who were from a different culture and a different socio-demographic standing and, and living in a completely different understanding of the world around them. He revealed himself to a man named Simeon who, who, who said this eight days after Jesus was born. He saw Jesus and he said, Sovereign Lord, like you now, you've promised that I, that, that I would see your salvation before I die. And here it is. He revealed himself to Anna, who, who was an elderly lady who had lived most of her life as a widow. He revealed himself to the shepherds who were not the typical evangelist that might be called. And he even revealed himself to an unborn baby when Mary and Elizabeth came together. And Elizabeth said, the baby inside my womb just leaped for joy because he recognizes the baby inside of your womb. I mean, how crazy that God is revealing himself to people in all different walks of life. God revealing himself to people in all different standings, in all different levels of socio-demographic standing, in all different cultures, in different genders, in different races, and God revealing himself so that he could bring us together. That's the new message of Christmas that has to stay new. Don't let the message of Christmas become nostalgic. Keep it new in your heart. See, when Jesus revealed himself to, to Magi, I think it's cool. I just can't really relate overly to Magi. I, I don't know if I'm a wise man from the East. When he revealed himself to an unborn baby, I can't relate anymore at least. There was maybe a time that that made more sense to me. When he revealed himself to Mary or Joseph, they're all great stories. But for me, I probably relate most to the shepherds. Like I relate most to the unexpected, underqualified that God would show himself real to. I don't know if that's you today, but, but I want to ask you and invite you just to listen to the words shared with the shepherds for this new, simple thought about Christmas. See, the shepherds were, were keeping watch over their flocks by night, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them, and they were terrified. And the angel said, Do not be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy for all people. Can everyone say good news? Can everyone say great joy? Can everyone say all people? I mean, in essence, the story of Christmas, the thing that brings us together for Christmas is these three realities. Good news, great joy, all people. Jesus came, and with Jesus comes good news. 
How many people, like your news people, anybody? You like watching the news? Yeah, not as common anymore, is it? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I love watching the news on YouTube and Facebook. That's where I get my news. News people? Anybody? Like, I'm a sports news guy. I'm always following. I know what's happening in the world of, of, of sports. People following the news and knowing what's going on. You see, I think a lot of reasons people no longer really pay as much attention to news is, is because they're like, all news is bad news. Like, why would I expose myself to continual, depressing, discouraging, hopeless bad news? And so we, we've come to believe that all news is just going to make things more discouraging. And in fact, it's like, you know, the things that, that used to be good, like this will be healthy, and then you find actually it causes cancer. Oh, man, bad news. Like I, I thought I was doing the right thing, and now I, I found I'm doing the wrong thing. This diet that was supposed to help me lose weight is actually making me gain weight secretly. I didn't know this was happening. It, it all kind of seems to turn bad. But Jesus came for good news, the purpose of good news. In fact, it's the best news, and it's true. How, how many people have gotten used to this saying, fake news? Or like, hey, there's just two types of news, right? Bad news and fake news. No, the, the message of Jesus is good news. This is good news. God wants relationship with you and I. God is willing to go to the farthest extent so that you and I could experience relationship with him. That is good news. And that's the message of Christmas. And that's the word given to the underqualified shepherds. This good news also brings great joy. Now, why would good news bring great joy? Have you ever heard someone else's good news and it did not make you happy, if you're being really honest? Like someone's like, guess what I got for Christmas? You're like, oh, guess I, I got this shirt. It's awesome. Like, cool. I got a car. And you're like, I hate my shirt. Right? You ever felt that way? Like someone else shares their good news. Like, oh, I got a promotion. You're like, that's amazing. I'm still unemployed. Right? Someone's like, I'm getting married. And you're like, I'm like, like for real single. I can't even fake it that I want to be single anymore. This is not, I'm not just dating Jesus. Like I'm single, single, right? And you have a hard time experiencing someone else's good news because it doesn't relate to you. Well, here's the, the, the incredible thing about the good news of Jesus. It brings great joy to you. The good news of Jesus applies to you. The good news of Jesus that God wants relationship with you and I actually brings great joy to everyone who experiences it. And if I need to go over it again, we're talking about ancient prophets scattered around the world, wise men living in a different cultural and social demographic, priests who were blameless and barren, unborn babies, uh, teenage uh, 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 virgins, uh, stepdads. We're talking about like everyone when they were exposed to the message of Jesus, were filled with great joy. Like all of us, if we could really grapple with this reality that God wants relationship with you, he actually loves you. And not like Santa who's making a list, checking it twice, and you're not on it, so you get cold. No, 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 no. No, like you're on God's list. And he's been preparing for a long time. He didn't just grab your gift at the till because he remembered, oh, I got to get you something, Tic Tacs. Okay, here we go. No, no, no. God's been planning since the foundations of the earth were laid to make sure that you could experience relationship with him through the person of Jesus. That brings great joy. That brings great joy. And it brings great joy, someone say this, for all people. Oh, man, 
the 14 people who know it's for them got real excited. But everyone else, you need to know this good news of great joy is for all people. Can everyone say all people? All people. All people. I think it's why Jesus would illustrate the revelation of who he was to different types and groups and individuals. Like it would be one thing if Jesus said only to scholars. Scholars, get this down. Pull out your notebooks. We already got them out. Okay, take this note. We're taking notes. Point one, good news. Point two, great joy. Point three, all people. Okay, we got these points down. Only the scholars have this revelation. I mean, I guess God could choose to do it that way, but he illustrates his truth by coming to the the real people. You know what I'm talking about? To the everyman. And coming, coming to people in the normalness of their life. He revealed himself to people in the boredom of their life, in the monotony of their life. He revealed himself to people in, in just the average, normal days. He revealed himself to people in their brokenness, in their discouragement. You think of like the prophet Isaiah as his nation is literally being torn apart. God is revealing to him, it will not always be this way. Way in the future, you're going to experience something great. Imagine Anna who's widowed and goes like, what is my destiny? What's my purpose that I live for? And God said this, I'm going to reveal to you the Messiah in your lifetime. And it happened. God reveals himself to the least, to the last, and to the lost. The good news of Christmas is that, that we can all be together for Christmas. So some here, you're looking around, you're like, everyone else probably has this picture-perfect Christmas. One, probably not true. And two, Christmas is not about the or- ornaments, and it's not about tinsel, and it's not about the feast that you have, and it's not about the roast beast, if you were a follower of the Grinch that stole Christmas. Christmas is about this very message, good news of great joy for all people. God wants relationship with you. Why does it bring great joy? Because you actually get to experience it. Imagine if I were to say to you, good news, everyone. Disneyland has a new ride. Isn't that good news? And you're like, well, I'm not in Disneyland. How does this affect me at all? No, no, it's good news. It's good news. No, but experience is what makes it great joy. Are you with me? We can all experience the good news of Christmas. You go, well, not me. Like, I'm not the type that got you are God's target demographic. I'm the least, exactly. I'm the last. Yep, God said the last shall be first. I'm lost. God said he's willing to leave those who are found to go find the one that was lost. And so he reveals himself to shepherds, these lowly, underqualified people, and he says, today a Savior has been born to you. Think about that for a minute. Today, like right now, This gift that brings good news of great joy to all people is actually for you. You've got a gift. What are you going to do with it? Imagine, I don't know if you have kids in your your sphere around this Christmas, but imagine saying to kids, there's a gift. It's under the tree. It's got your name on it. And they're like, that's amazing. Thank you very much. I'm good. Imagine, like, no child ever. (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, though. Thanks for the thought. The thought means a lot. That's good. But I, I don't deserve it. I haven't been too good this year. Just give it to someone else. That's never been said by any child, right? That's why the Bible would say this. We need to receive God's gift with the faith like a child. Thinking, that's for me. That gift right there, the big one, that's mine. The nicest one, that's mine. For sure, that's what, what, what's been chosen for me, and that's the, the childlike faith that we can receive. It. So the shepherds say, well, angels just appeared to us, guys. I guess we should go find 
what happened? They go and they find Jesus, and it says they were filled with joy. They went and told people, and everybody who heard it was amazed. And then it says this, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for everything they had seen. Think about this for a minute. They returned to their sheep. They went right back into the normal, but they entered back into the normal with a revelation of the new. See, beforehand, it was just a silent night. They were just on a hillside, and there was just a bunch of sheep around. But after they met Jesus, they were, went back into the normal with a revelation of the new. I want to encourage us as a church that, that as we go back into the normal, because this season's coming to an end. You're like, come on, don't be such a Grinch. We're not even at Christmas yet, but you know how fast it goes. But as we go back into the new or the normal, let's go back with a revelation of the new. That revelation of the new into the normal is that we can glorify and praise God for everything we've seen. Good news, great joy for all people. Today, a Savior has been born to you. Let's make our Christmas forward thinking. Let's not just make it nostalgic. Once upon a time, I was in a Christmas play, the end. Let's not make it nostalgic. I miss grandma's pies. Let's not make it nostalgic. We didn't get to sing the carol I wanted to sing. Let's not make it nostalgic. I can't be or I'd want to be for Christmas because airline tickets were too much. Instead, let's make it a revelation of the new, that Jesus came so we could have a relationship with him. And experiencing that, we experience joy and it's for everybody. Would you close your eyes with me today? I want to pray. We hope that you enjoyed this edition of the Vivid Church podcast. For more information about Vivid Church, check out our website at www.vivid.church or look us up on Instagram at vivid.church. Have the best day.